I had kind of an eventful day yesterday. Yeah. And by eventful, I mean literally eventful. I full of events. I, I worked an event. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> yeah. We we had the pride thing uh, up at campus, mm. um, and so I did that, and I had to work sound for the event. Uh, and it's great when you find out 15 minutes before a band is uh, supposed to perform. Like, I didn't know that there was a band. There were going to be two bands. That's that's good to know if you're doing audio. uh Uh-huh. I didn't know until, like, 15 minutes before they were supposed to go on, and, uh, I ended up having to run around and find more quarter-inch XLR cables and, uh, scrunch together some more microphones and... Yeah, you need those things for a band. Mm Mm-hmm. Extension cords and fucking power (laughs) strips so that they could power their amps. It was an ordeal. I bet. Yeah. Um, but while behind the scenes it it was a it was a burning dumpster fire, <laughs> everyone seemed to enjoy themselves. Which there you go. was great. Yeah. It was good. Nice. Yeah. And then fucking today I I was doing laundry and do you, do you ever find yourself just like doing Random things that no one normally does at their, like, in their house. Like, random in the sense of things that are kind of vital to, to maintaining appliances or the state of your home. This is incredibly vague and I don't understand. So, uh, something like, something like cleaning the vent hood over your stove. Okay. Do you ever find yourself doing that? We don't have a vent hood. Okay. okay. So, um, no. What about <laughs> cleaning out the uh, the internal um, lint screen on your dryer? Not the one that you can pull Not out. Not the I'm, pull out. I'm yeah, talking the, the, the one like, that... deep in the bowels of the dryer mm-hmm. one. I've never done that. No. I... I realized a few minutes ago that I needed to do that, uh, so I did that right before you arrived, and dear God, yeah, uh, there. Sh- I should you have been on fire several years ago? <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. <coughs> I, I could have probably constructed like five or six shirts mm. out of all of the lint that was in there. Impressive. I found a house key that our housemate lost two years ago. Well, it was in there. Now you know where it went. Uh, as well as, like, a dollar fifty and change. Nice. Yeah, I kept thinking, like, when I'm reaching in there, I'm gonna find, like, a dead mouse or something. Ew. No, I didn't, thankfully. Yeah. But, yeah, the, the entire I, time... I the, wouldn't have thought of that, but now that you said that, um, it, like, I don't want to do that anymore. Yeah, it seems like the type of thing <laughs> that Especially because totally our happen. dryer is, like, outside Oh, there, there are dead mice so in there for sure. So there's definitely animals in there. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. No. I mean... I'm not gonna... Your house might burn down, but... At least I won't have to touch a dead mouse. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> so, what have you been playing? Video video games. Video games. Vi- um, games. I did a thing that I've been talking about doing for, like, two years. You finally started playing Metal Gear Solid. I have never talked about that. Okay. You've started playing uh, Monster Hunter. No. Although I might. Okay. Because. <laughs> yeah. I finally upgraded my 3DS. To a Switch. No. Oh. To a new 3DS XL. 
Nintendo XL plus not a 2DS 0.5 foldable portable game console uh-huh yeah um why what what drove you to so the, this pinnacle of madness i i went to our local video game shop uh the day after we recorded last week and my intention was to trade in a smash brothers for 3ds because i knew it still had good trade value and i haven't played it in like a year so the hell do i want with that so figured i go trade it in Maybe see if they had a new 3DS in stock, a, a pre-owned one. See what price they're going for, because last I looked on Amazon, they're still all like $250, and that's ridiculous. Uh-huh. And I walk in there, and look in their little display case, and not only do they have a pre-owned new 3DS XL, they have the limited edition... Solgaleo and Lunala one. Those sound like Digimon. The, those are Pokemon. Okay. <laughs> um, that one is incredibly rare. Like, that thing still sells for, like, $300 console only Don't, on so you're going to flip it. No. I am keeping it. Okay. For sure. I was very mildly tempted to flip it for, like, a moment, but... By the time you're done with shipping and dealing with bullshit on Amazon, I'd rather just have it because sure. it's awesome. Um, the th this is like really old news, but the the super stable 3D as they call it, the uh, the face tracking 3D is fucking awesome. Yeah, I've I've heard good things about that. It's so good. Like I actually play stuff in 3D now <laughs> because. I don't have to be, like, a fucking stone and not moving in the least bit. Like, mm -hmm. it reacts instantly. It's fucking perfect. It's to the point where, like, if you move the 3DS side to side, like, you see the background move behind the foreground characters. Huh. Like, actual fucking 3D. It's so cool. I always found that uh, after playing uh, my 3DS with the 3D turned on, after, like, an hour or so, I would start to not feel great. Not like motion sickness or anything, but my eyes just felt tired. Yeah. Um. Does that is that still an issue? That's that's still there. Okay. Yeah. I I, I mean I think that's just synthetic 3D. Like your brain still knows like what? How is this happening? Like I, yeah, I'm seeing 3D, but I know that's not 3D. So what the fuck? Uh -huh. You know, like your brain's still gonna do that. So your eyes get a little. A little wacky after, yeah, like about an hour or so. Yeah. Um, I'm curious if you do that enough, like, will your brain be able to compensate for that? Hmm. I'm assuming so, because of sensory adaptation. Like, yeah. that's a, a, totally a thing. Yeah. I, that's, I mean, we'll find out, because yeah. I'm going to be playing a hell of a lot more 3DS now that I have yeah. this. Because if you, if you wear, like, uh, these special goggles that, like, flip your vision upside down, uh, at first yeah. it's really disorienting, but after a while your brain <coughs> starts to compensate for it, and yeah. you can and eventually actually... it, like, flips it back, doesn't yeah. it? Um, I don't know if it actually flips it back or your brain just adjusts to it. Mm. Um, it's been a while since I've read about that study, but, mm. yeah. Anything else you've been playing besides your... 3DSXL new. So, yeah. <laughs> um, in my excitement in getting 
the new 3DS, I was like, let me go relive some of the old 3DS games that I've played, and remembered that the DLC came out for Shovel Knight. Oh, yeah. Oh, my Though, God. It, that came out this year. Yes? Yes. The new one? Yeah, the... just a few months ago, yeah. Yeah. The, um, it's, it's a free DLC. If you own the game already. Yes. Okay. And what, like, while they say it's a free DLC, it's a fucking new game. It's a whole new game. It's mm-hmm. a new playable character, all new stages, all new abilities, power-ups, a new, like, home screen. It's version 3.0 of the game, and it's, it's an entire additional campaign. That's pretty cool. Free. For hmm. a game that originally came out like two and a half, three years ago. Yeah. Is that something that you can you can buy standalone, or do you need to own the base game? I think the second the the first free DLC, I think that is sold standalone for like ten dollars, but the whole game's only twenty five. Yeah. That's not bad. And you get three full campaigns now. Plus, there's, like, one or two more coming. Really? Yeah. Oh, is is this the, the situation in which um, they they kickstarted this game and they're still, like, fulfilling some of those, uh, the, some the of those goals? goals. I, yeah, I think that was it. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so freaking good. The, the, all the new mechanics for the new playable character are just... They're totally different. It's the same, I mean, yeah, it's the same base game, you know, you're you're fighting the same bosses, but the level layouts are completely redone. There's all new levels, new enemies, new ways to get through certain areas because of the new abilities of the new character. The way you unlock new abilities is totally different. There's new collectibles that you trade in and buy abilities with, and you can buy them in whatever order you want. It's totally freaking awesome. <laughs> um, I've never played Shovel Knight. Is that like a Met- Metroidvania uh, 2D platformer thing? It's, um, I hesitate to call it Metroidvania because the stages are pretty linear. It's more, it's more Mega Man-like in level design because there's like, there'll be like little offshoot areas. Mm-hmm. But the overall the overall stages are pretty linear. Okay, but you're not barred from progressing into a different area by not having an ability. No. Okay. No. Okay. You can you can in in the in the two DLC campaigns you can play the stages in any order you want. The original campaign when you're playing a Shovel Knight is is a linear world map that you go through. So you play those stages. Mostly in order. Okay. Um, that that one's kind of, the Shovel Knight campaign is kind of reminiscent of like a Super Mario Three, that overworld map style. Okay. Yes. So there's like some branching paths, and you can you ha- might have like a choice of two or three at a particular point. Mm-hmm. Um, but the other two campaigns are completely nonlinear. You can do them in whatever order you want. Nice. What sets Shovel Knight apart the, from from all the other like two D fucking platformer? The incredibly tight controls. Uh huh. The controls in that game are just so tight and so spot on. Like you never, I I never feel like 
oh, that was a cheap death. I'm like, I fucked that up. That was my fault. I didn't time that properly. It's it's easy enough if you just want to play the game, but if you want to go for all of the collectibles, it's tough as nails. Mm. And so that like that nice balance of like you can choose how you want to play when you're like if you want to just chill and just go through a couple levels, you can do that. If you want to go for it all, you can play that way too. Uh-huh. It's it's just Ah, so good. <laughs> I forgot how good this game was. I can't believe I'm talking about a two and a half year old game. Like, I mean, it's, it's a new DLC thing. It, yeah, it's ah, oh, it's just so good. <laughs> Is there anything else you've been playing? Um, I downloaded a new game yesterday. Splasher? Splashed? Splasher? On the 3DS? No, uh, PC. A new game? It's new-ish. Uh, it came out in February, I want to say. Is it Splasher? Splashed? Splashes. Splashed. Splasher? Splasher. That's it. This is uh, very Super Meat Boy-like. Okay. Except that... So there's certain areas... So it's a 2D platformer, right, with, like, big walls and a lot of, like, wall-jumping-style mechanics. Um, oh, look. Steam says it's similar to 20XX. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, there's... So there's only certain walls you can climb up, the walls that are painted red, and... Ultimately, you end up with both a water gun and a paint gun, so you can spray certain walls to climb them, and then use the water gun to wash away the paint if enemies are hanging there to get them down or to get collectibles. So it's this, like, mix of Super Meat Boy and almost Splatoon in a way. Yeah, that sounds that sounds heavily inspired by Splatoon. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, I only put about a half hour into it, but, oh man, I'm going to be playing a lot of that. It's same thing, really, really tight controls. Is it um, roguelike? No, it it's just, uh, it's just stage, checkpoint, checkpoint based. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, there's like an overworld kind of thing. You progress through, unlock the next level. Um, several checkpoints per level um yeah it's really it's really interesting it's got the same kind of like collect-a-thon thing there's there's letters to collect throughout each stage okay and so you gotta like get to the spell right out skate you spell out <laughs> splash <laughs> and then there's an exclamation point that you get at the very end only if you've collected like 98% of all of the collectible throughout the stage, the only way you get that last letter, or the punctuation, is if you've collected all, almost all of that. Hmm. That type of gameplay has not appealed to me in a long time. Eh, fair. Um, at least in, in the context of a, like, 2D platformer thing... Yeah. If it's if it's presented in a in a like in a in an open world first person 
environment uh, okay. where there are audio logs and emails to read, uh-huh. then yeah, I I I can get into some 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 real detective work mm-hmm. tracking down all of that stuff. Yeah. Um, Is that you have anything in mind when you mention that? Strangely enough, yeah. Prey. I have been playing a lot of that lately. Nice segue. Uh Uh-huh. Yep. (laughs) Nailed it. We're done. We can stop now. We've reached the pinnacle of segues. Yeah. I played Prey a lot this week. I'm like within two or three hours of the end of the game. I have been... Last week, you were only about two hours in. Yeah, so... So you've played like... 14, 15 hours this last week. <laughs> I put like two hours a day in. Yeah. Uh, I Friday I left from work early to go pick to go pick up Chelsea because she got a wisdom tooth pulled. Um, so I had like most of the afternoon free. So I ended up playing quite a bit of prey. Um, I have been doing a lot of backtracking, uh, and okay. I've. I've found a lot of things and filled in a lot of gaps in the narrative and maxed out a ton of abilities. All right. Um to the point where if I cu- if I like enter a room with like five or six enemies, like hard enemies, like the it, at a certain point in the game you start encountering environmental uh Oh god, what are they called? Typhons? Environmental Typhons, which are the types of aliens. Um, So they're like fire, electricity, all that stuff. Oh, okay. Um, So there could be a room of like, filled with like five or six of them. I can just like pop my combat focus to pause time, pull out my shotgun, and kill all of them with time to spare in my combat focus, because I have it maxed out. Mm-hmm. Like, it's to the point where the the strongest enemy, which I'm, I'm not going to spoil what that is, but the strongest okay. enemy poses no fucking threat whatsoever, provided I have the ammo, which at this point is not a big deal either. Is Is that making the game boring? Like, is is the game still enjoyable since it's, like, the combat is no challenge? Um, it's, it's changed the tone of the game. Because the first, like, maybe six-ish hours, uh, it's difficult to find ammo. Like, yeah. most enemies can kill you in just a couple hits at the difficulty that I'm playing at. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm playing at hard. Yeah. So, um, a lot of enemies were killing me in, like, two, three hits... Uh, and it's just like, like at the beginning of the game, you would walk into a room and you would just like circle the perimeter of the room, trying to find an enemy, trying to find a mimic that's hiding somewhere and hoping that you can take them out one at a time. Yeah. Because if you get swarmed, then you're kind of fucked. Yeah. Um, that's and, how I played the demo. Yeah, and <laughs> it it was very tense, and it was like, there were a lot of jump scares, and it was kind of scary. Yeah. Now, I just, I'm fucking, like, sprinting through a room, hoping that something pops out at me, 
so that I can just like pop my combat focus, hit him a couple times with the wrench, and then cancel the combat focus. And it's I have so much of the like uh oh god, I wanna say Evo or Eve, um, but it's not that. That's just it's... what it's called in Bioshock. Yes. Um <laughs> but I, I have so much of the of the like thing that replenishes your mana equivalent. Mm-hmm. That I'm never concerned about overusing my combat focus. Hmm. And <clears throat> a bit of a spoiler, but uh, somewhere near the middle, the middle of the game, you unlock three more ability trees. Oh, wow. I have I bought one skill, which I use like maybe once an hour. Hmm. Um but other than that, I've just been like maxing out all of my all of my like engineering and hacking and uh, like weapon mod ability, all that stuff. And I, man, my weapons are fucking crazy strong. I can kill pretty much anything like that. Uh, so, so that that still feels like satisfying though, like when you when you're able to run into a room and just take everything out. That's in the sense of a power fantasy, it's satisfying, but in all honesty... Gameplay-wise. In all honesty, the weapons I have come to feel suck. They, mm. they're, they're real shitty. <coughs> um, I, I just focus so heavily on using, like, shotgun and pistol. Those are virtually the only two weapons I have, despite the fact that there's, like, a laser cannon and, like, a... Uh, a stun gun thing. I just don't need to use them. Mm. Um, and so I end up using the shotgun and the pistol. But that gets old real quick, and I kind of wish that there were other weapon classes. Like, if there was a grenade launcher, or if there was an SMG. I would fucking love an SMG in mm. this game. But there isn't. It's just the pistol and the shotgun. Um, and I think that is... The feel of the weapons is the biggest weak point in this game. The combat just... It's not great. Hmm. Um, and the narrative I, I'm liking, there's there have been several, like, kind of twists uh, and and a few curveballs. Um, but with that said, there's still, a few, there's still like, a lot of tropes. Uh, so mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily feel, like, super original, but it's doing a few kind of cool narrative things that I'm enjoying. And as I'm getting closer to the end, I'm, like, really driven to find out exactly what's going on. Um, and I, I'm really enjoying it, but I wish the combat was better. Yeah. I really wish the combat was better. Hmm. And it's, it's further exacerbated by, like, they're not really... There, there doesn't really exist a reason for you to be stealthy. Like, you don't benefit necessarily from being stealthy. Yeah. It's in your best interest to clear a room instead of trying to sneak past everything. Yeah. Uh, with that said, some of the abilities in the, in the tree, in the, in the three additional trees that you unlock, they sound really cool. But there's a narrative thing that's like, if you, if you use these, Bad stuff. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't want to speak that, any more about yeah. that, but it's kept me from doing it. Hmm. And 
that do you think that that might imply that there's multiple endings i i have had that thought and i think that that might be the case um and that's kind of the reason why i haven't been going heavily towards those three skill trees Mm -hmm. uh but if that is the case it's to the game's detriment because it like those are the things that make this game that would make this experience unique but you don't so you're close to finishing yeah you don't see yourself playing again to try those other skill trees i'm almost 20 hours into this game like it's gonna it's gonna take me like 20 22 hours to beat this game yeah that's a lot you're not gonna do that again no, especially because you're not presented with those options to use the additional three trees oh, until, until like, like halfway, halfway through, through. Mm. and that's that's a that's a lot of a commitment to make experiencing the, virtually the same thing. Yeah. Um, because mm. at at a certain point, like you've unlocked enough abilities to, in one way or another, give you access to virtually every place, every location on the station. Um, huh. Yeah, it's. I I wish that I was incentivized. I wish that you were actually incentivized to do the three trees that were implied to be bad. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That's that's the big thing I've been playing lately. Um, the only other two things I've been playing lately, and I'll speak real briefly about them, is Rocket League. I've been playing some more Rocket League. I've been playing ranked doubles, okay. and I'm now up to gold three, I think. Oh, um, all right. Uh, yeah, things start to get a lot more competitive in gold. Uh, uh, I bet. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of people fucking like doing air dribbles and shit. Um, mm-hmm. That isn't to say that air dribbles are like the pinnacle of skill in Rocket League. Uh, they're just they're technically difficult, but. They're not all that beneficial because you Rarely can easily... actually useful, yeah. Yeah, you can easily block them in yeah. most cases uh, if you're playing good defense. Um, then I played a few rounds of uh, Player Unknown's battle, Battlegrounds. Uh, I played last night, and I got to two again. Oh, man. It was just me and another oh. guy, and we were, like, dancing around a tree. Uh, and <laughs> we both had shotguns, and the latency caused a couple of my a couple of my shots to not hit mm. um and i was uh i'd had a glass of wine and two mixed drinks so i ah. yep i was a yep. little drunk yep. uh, yeah but it was fun i like that i like that game yeah yep i haven't been playing anything else hopefully by this time next week i will have beaten prey and then i can speak vaguely about how i feel <laughs> about, about the ending yeah. um do you have any news newsworthy stuff that you want to I talk about? I don't remember seeing anything. Um, one one thing that is kind of a bummer uh, is related to Alan Wake. Did you ever play uh, those games? No. Um, they were they were they were okay. Visually impressive, and uh, yeah, I I remember seeing that. Yeah, and narratively like a fucking Stephen King book. Um, they are getting removed from digital stores due to an expired music license. 
Uh, so lately they've been going on sale on some real steep discounts. Hmm. You can get all of the Alan, Alan Wake games for like under $5 now. Um, so if you are hoping to get that uh, and play it eventually in the future, you should just purchase it now because pretty soon they won't be available for purchase, which is a huge bummer. I hate it when games when that happens to games. Like, it's, it sucks yeah, for the archival history of games. Yeah, that's pretty lame. Yeah, um, another thing is that uh, Square Enix is withdrawing from IO Interactive. Uh, they had a significant portion of shares of IO Interactive, uh, and so a few, Interactive. A few projects got cut. Uh, IO was, that, that was the team that did uh, the latest Hitman game. So, <clears throat> oh. this past week there was a lot of concern that uh, Season 2 of Hitman would be cancelled. Uh, and it seemed like that was going to be the case, but apparently IO is retaining the rights to that and Season 2 is scheduled to land next year sometime. Um, I would play more of that game. That game... That game is pretty good. That's the best Hitman game. By far. Yeah. And, and an alright... An all right stand-in for Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> <laughs> Always comes back to Metal Gear. Everything is about Metal Gear. Oh, Memes God. are about Metal Gear. Ah. <laughs> uh, anything you find? Um, As you frantically scroll through your iPhone. There's well, there's a there's I just saw this that there's a pretty massive uh, flash sale on the PSN store. Anything notable? Um. Doom for nineteen seventy-nine? Fuck. I purchased Doom for, for my friend's birthday two months ago for like thirty-nine dollars. <laughs> uh um, damn it. What else we got in here? Uh ch -ch -ch -ch. uh Kerbal Space Program sixteen. I've heard that game runs like trash on consoles. Hmm. Also the interface is not something you want to deal with on consoles. Oh, I can't imagine uh, doing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no Man's Sky for twenty four dollars. That sounds like a good price for that game. Yes, it does. Um, a couple of the Stealth Inc. games for like less than five bucks. I never played any of those. They're pretty good. Uh, yeah, two D platformer. Puzzle. Another one of those. Yeah, yeah mm -hmm. pretty good for one of those. Um. XCOM 2, $24. That's a good price for that game. And Digital Deluxe for 30 Hmm. That's... that's Most of the DLC for that, I think, is consists of cosmetics. Um, oh. Yeah. And a lot of it looks real fucking stupid. Like, uh, XCOM 2, the general plot is that um, you are the, the ragtag group... Of, of soldiers trying to take back Earth after the ragtag group of soldiers got fucking destroyed in XCOM 1. So you are the ragtaggiest of the ragtag motherfuckers. Mm -hmm. And then the DLC adds this, like, uh, like neon cyberpunk fucking decor to all of, all of the, all of the soldiers' mm. armor. So they, they have, like, they have, like, Neon mohawks and fucking like Mad Max style gear, like bondage type gear, but it's all like cyberpunky and it looks fucking stupid. Yeah, that 
Sounds pretty awful. Yeah. Yeah. I never finished that game. <laughs> Too many timers. It, well. Yeah. Mm, that'll do it. That's, yeah. Um, that's about it. That's I agree. I that's about it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Okay. Sure. Bye.